0: What is spinal arthritis? Hey everybody, this is Mike Erlob with another episode of Power Your Life. It is great to be here with you. Today, I want to talk about a topic that is, believe it or not, extremely common, um, and that is spinal arthritis. Uh, most of us think that mm, this is only for those who are older. So, you know, that's our common thing. You think arthritis. And, you know, you may have been to the, uh, to the doctor and he may have taken x-rays of your back and he said, you know, you've got a little arthritis back there. And you kind of think, like, how could that be? I'm not old enough, you know? We tend to think that arthritis is something that just only happens to us when we're in our you know, late, later years of life. And that's just simply not true. Um, I've seen arthritis affect, affect patients as young as 30. Um, and so, you know, it, it can hit you at any stage of life. And, you know, no one is immune. Um, it can happen to, to any of us. And the th- scary thing about it is arthritis in general, is getting to be more and more and more common. You know, we're seeing it um, hit us and, and hit. I'm seeing it hit a lot of my patients and clients at, yeah, earlier and earlier in life. You know, whereas you know, I used to not see it. You know, in in, in individuals until they were maybe into their you know late sixties, mid seventies, or early eighties. You know, we kind of see it there, and it just seems over the course. You know, over the last twenty years that it's becoming more and more prevalent um, in those of us that are that are younger Um, you know those that are in their 30s and and 40s and it really it makes me think it makes me kind of question you know why is that you know why why are we why am I seeing this trend that arthritis is occurring um, in clients at an earlier age and you know there's a there really are a lot of reasons for that. I don't think there's any just one, and it would be nice if there was a, a clear-cut answer. And you know, unfortunately, there's there's not. It, it's <clears throat> there's a lot of reasons. And that the reason for that is arthritis is the causes are multifactorial. Okay, so that means that there are multiple reasons, multiple factors that all come into play that affect your joints. Um, and in this case, we're going to talk about the spine. We're going to talk about your lower back specifically. But, you know, the multifactorial causes of this um, can occur from, first of all, genetics is a part of that. Um, you know, if you have or carry a gene that is, predisposes you to early wear and tear of your cartilage, you're going to be more prone to get arthritis. Doesn't guarantee you'll get it. You're just going to be more prone to it. Um, trauma you know, the the number of injuries that you have had, trauma, um, repetitive overuse, uh, repetitive in the case of the spine, repetitive bending, twisting, pushing and pulling, you know, doing those same movements over and over and over again it takes its toll on the joint itself and can lead to early degeneration. So, and of course, trauma goes without saying. If you've been in car accidents, if you've had a lot of injuries when you played sports as a kid, um, and that could be one of the reasons too, because um, kids are playing sports at younger and younger in age. You know, if we think back to, uh, you know, I'm 49, so I think back to when I was growing up uh, into the uh, mid to late 70s, we didn't play organized sports until you were maybe 10. You know, it was like around third grade or so, third, fourth grade, before you really got into organized YMCA soccer or little league or those kinds of things. And and kids today are now playing at preschool, organized sports. Um, So we're seeing more and more kids at an earlier age. Um, And of course, activity's great for them. It's great for them to get out and run. but it seems like that the sports are becoming more intense, a lot earlier, and more competitive, which places more load on those growing bones. And um, you know that we can adolescent sports injuries. We can that can be a whole another episode. We can talk about that too. But uh, you know, as we get more active, there's more chances for injuries. So trauma is a cause. Um, you know, let's face it. We we walk on concrete, and so all of this just Walking and standing um, over, you know, over time can wear your joints out, and, and especially your back uh, as well. Um, we, as a nation, we're getting heavier. Um, we are getting bigger. You know, obesity is becoming a problem. Um, well, it isn't becoming a problem. It is a problem. Um, you know, it's one of the uh, major health issues that uh, we're facing. I mean, I don't want to uh, downplay COVID nineteen. That's huge. But uh, but obesity and over being overweight places, you know, puts a really huge health risk and it loads your joints, loads your back, and it wears those joints out a lot faster. And then the other part is diet. Um, just what we're eating, you know, the standard American diet over the course of, you know, let's, you know, even the last 20 years, but even going back, you know, last 30 to 40 years, it has become so incredibly processed. Um, you know, we're not getting good, raw fruits and vegetables like we used to. There's a lot of question about GMOs. There's a lot of question about, you know, how much nutrients are actually in what I am eating. Um, We eat out a lot more, you know, the restaurants and fast food, um, everything with all these preservatives and and, and additives. I mean, all of that, we'd be fooling ourselves if we didn't think it was taking a toll. And because of that, we're starting to become deficient. We're becoming deficient in certain key minerals and key nutrients. Um, not to mention if you're eating a standard American diet you're eating a diet that's a little bit more heavy based into carbs, a little bit more sugar based Um, I mean mean carbs, it gets broken down into glucose or sugar in your body Uh, that will definitely increase your body's inflammation levels which then in turn causes faster degeneration and deterioration Um, not to mention just how much water you drink, how much sleep you get I mean all of these things have a huge part to play in your overall health but also just in the formation of arthritis. And so like I mentioned, I could go on and on on each of these each of these reasons, you know, and that could in its own be its own episode. But we're here today to talk about spinal arthritis. So what exactly is it? So arthritis, you know, basically I want you to think about this, okay? Um, your joint, meaning where two bones come together, um, those bones have to be protected, all right? So the bones are protected by a layer of cartilage. And the cartilage comes in different types. You have what we call fibrocartilage, and we have articular cartilage. The fibrocartilage is a spongy type cartilage. That's like the meniscus of your knee. Your, uh, your discs are in the spine are made out of fibrocartilage. The articular cartilage is the harder... Um, firmer type of cartilage that coats the bone that protects it and simply all arthritis is is wearing away of that articular cartilage which projects protects the joints and in the case of the spine it's the small little joints of the spine we call facet joints so what happens and let me show you really quick Um, come back Um, okay am I back on all right So sorry about that, Um, but you know, with Billy Bob, uh, we look at his back, what I'm talking about, when I'm talking about the, the small joints of the spine, I'm talking about these little things right in here, okay? So each of your vertebrae, they match up and they stack upon one another and then we got these little joints in between. We call these facet joints, okay? And so these little facet joints, each one of them has a joint capsule and has cartilage which protects it. And so then what happens is that cartilage which it wears out. And this causes uh, a loss of movement, it causes a loss of flexibility, increased inflammation and irritation, and hence then you start getting pain in your spine. So each of these vertebrae are meant to move together, kind of like a big slinky. And so if you start getting this wearing away of these joints, it really starts to lock that up. And it makes it a lot more uh, immobile, and you lose the flexibility, and then it just starts to really hurt. And if this continues, if this trend of, you know, you're you're becoming more irritated, you're losing the cartilage goes on long enough, the body senses that there is this uh, acute, this inflammation going on down here. And so then what it'll do is it will actually start laying down more bone okay? So it causes more bone to grow, which results in bone spurs, and you can sort of see those on x-ray. And the reason that occurs is because your body senses there's extra stress, the cartilage wearing away. So it's trying to stabilize itself. It's trying to say, hey, there's a problem down here. I got to lock it up even more. Otherwise, I'm going to experience more pain. And so all this extra stress causes these bone spurs, which then if the bone spurs get big enough, they can start pinching on the nerve. It just creates an entire mess that you, just don't want to deal with. So I want you to think of cartilage like this, okay? Cartilage, think of this in the terms of a uh, cooking pan, okay? A non-stick cooking pan, all right? Cartilage would be the coating of the pan, all right? So when you buy, have you ever gone to the store, you buy a brand new cooking pan, a brand new skillet, and you go to cook an egg on it, That, like, nothing sticks to it. You know, you can put the egg on that new pan and, and you can, the egg will just slide all over the place. Nothing sticks to it. Okay. Well, that's like the cartilage you have when you're born and the cartilage when you have before you get all this damage and you start wearing your body out is it's, is it's very frictionless and it allows that movement to occur between the two surfaces really easily. And it just like that frying pan, everything just slides around real easily. And that's what that cartilage does for your spinal joints, is it coats the bones so nothing sticks. Everything moves really easily. And, you know, when, when it, it can get, uh, well, think about this, kind of got stuck there for a minute. So your, your pan, you know, as it slides around real easily, um, what happens over time? Okay, so if you have that pan and let's say you don't take care of that pan like you're supposed to. Let's say that, you know, you start using a metal spatula on it and it starts scraping up the coating. Right. And you've let a few things get burned on it. I mean, you just didn't take care of it. Well, it it gets scratched. Right. And it starts to chip and it starts wearing out. So now let's say you have a a pan or a skillet that you've kind of abused and haven't really taken care of for the last five years. Try and cook an egg on that without using oil or Pam or something else. I mean, it will stick. I mean, nothing will come off of that. And, And not only does it stick, but sometimes pieces of the coating come off in the food. And this is what happens with spinal arthritis. You see, the cartilage becomes damaged from too much use And lack of care and it starts to break up it starts to fall apart it starts to chip off and now your spine you got bone spurs that are forming and it just doesn't move very easily or smoothly now that's a problem and you know there are things we can do when you get to that stage but here's the thing the question you have to ask yourself is why did it get like that in the first place right so It's not the spinal arthritis that's the issue. The real question is what caused all that stress on your cartilage to begin with? Because I'm here to tell you, the real cause of that arthritis are the imbalances in your body that have created the increased stress, okay? Yes, yes, the diet plays a part of that. Yes, trauma plays a part of that. Um, But repetitive movements, Yes, they play a part of that, but what these repetitive movements do is they force you to, they over utilize one muscle group, they underutilize another and everything in the body, we call this in, in, in back in biology class, you learn this term called homeostasis okay, everything is supposed to be in balance in nature everything in your body is supposed to be in balance when it's not you have a problem. It's like you're, you know, an ecosystem. When an ecosystem gets out of balance, all kinds of bad things start happening. It's the same thing with your body when it's out of balance. And things like too much sitting, repetitive movement, job tasks, past injuries, they all cause imbalances. Now, when we're talking about the spine, when we're talking about the, the lower back, um, there are really four major imbalances which occur. And the first one is tight hip flexors, okay? We kind of talked about that. You remember talking about the psoas? You get a really tight psoas. Also, you will get really weak gluteal muscles. You know, we talked about the disappearing butt syndrome. You'll get very weak gluteal muscles. You'll start to get really tight hips. The hips won't move as well. And next thing is you'll get weak abdominals. I mean, all of those things occur. And it increases the stress because now the muscles aren't working like they should. And a good analogy is, if you think of this, is like the front end of your car, okay? So if your tires wear out, um, you have to replace them. But do you, let me ask you a question, do you just replace your, your tires or and skip aligning the front end? You, you would never do that. I mean, uh, no no tire shop would sell you brand new set of tires and not recommend aligning the front end. That's because if you don't align that front end of the car, those tires are going to wear out faster. They're going to become more uneven. And arthritis in your back is just like this, okay? It's the imbalances that cause it increased stress. And so if you don't have balance, if you don't have everything straightened out with those areas, it's just going to continue to put more stress on it. You know, it's like uh, the disc starts to wear out, the back becomes arthritic, a surgeon goes in there to chip out the bone spur and they maybe do uh, where they remove a little more bone. We call that a laminectomy. Um, if you don't fix the imbalances that cause that to begin with, guess what's gonna happen? I mean, once you heal up from that surgery, you go back to doing the same thing again that pain's going to come right back the more wear and tear is going to be placed and now you've actually created a weak link in the spine because you've done surgery and you've cut on it so now you have scar tissue you've actually made your your situation even worse so what can you do you know what can you do if you already have spinal arthritis okay or what can you do to avoid it the first thing i want you to know is you can find relief okay you can find relief naturally with no drugs, without any side effects, um, without any injections, without any surgery. But the next thing that I want you to do is you have to start taking action right away. You have to do something. Because if you don't, the the problem's not gonna go away. Your imbalances are not gonna fix themselves on their own. You have to take action. So the first thing is you gotta start moving, okay? So even though if you already have spinal arthritis, moving hurts. However, moving is key, you see. And if you don't have spinal arthritis yet, you want to avoid it, yeah, you definitely need to move. Um, But our bodies are designed to move. We're we're meant for that, okay? The human body is a machine. You don't park a machine in the garage and don't do anything with it. You don't do that with your car and just leave it there and never start it, okay? The seals are not gonna work. It's not gonna start, the battery's gonna go dead. Movement is the key to life. Without it, everything falls apart. And this is true in in any living organism. They're meant to move. Um, So you have to stop sitting for long periods of time. You have to get up, move around, stretch out your hip flexors, okay? Uh, Number two, you gotta start working on those imbalances, okay? Those key areas are your tight hip flexors, your weak gluteal muscles, your tight hips, and your weak lower abdominals. Those are really, really important. You need to really start focusing on that. Number three, you have to address your nutritional deficits, okay? So if you're not taking a good multivitamin, start doing that. If you're not taking any kind of joint supplementation, anything with glucosamine in it, um, glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, natural eggshell membrane, um, <clears throat> astaxanthin, um, all of these things are uh, Boswellia serrata extract. All of these things are really uh, very very good for your joints. They're going to help you to preserve the cartilage that you have and actually some studies are starting to show that you can actually regrow some new cartilage. Now there are three actual really important minerals that are becoming more and more uh, absent in our standard American diet, and those are boron, copper, and zinc. Okay, so you know if you can supplement with anything that has that in, has those in it, that will help. The next thing in when you're addressing your nutritional deficits, you've got to start alkalizing your diet. Okay, um, and what I mean by that is you've got to eat more vegetables, just plain and simple. Reduce the meat, cut down the carbs. Eliminate the sugar, and just eat more vegetables, more green leafy vegetables. Okay, uh, follow the 80-20 rule: 80% of your plate vegetables, 20% meat. Limit the amount of red meat, <clears throat> chicken, and pork. Focus more on fish and seafood if you can. Um, also, increase your water intake. That's really, really important. Okay, so increase your water intake and. Get rest, okay? Shoot for eight hours of sleep a night. That's very important. Your body heals when it is resting. Your body reduces inflammation when it is resting, okay? Um, We don't get enough sleep. I did a podcast or did a a Facebook Live and a podcast a while back about getting enough sleep. We're just not doing it. That's how your body heals. If you're running yourself on five to six hours of sleep a night. I know there's a few rare individuals that that might be okay, but science doesn't lie. And more and more research is showing that by us not getting enough sleep and redlining our RPM gauge in our bodies, man, things are gonna break down. and It's just gonna happen. So um, you've got to be proactive. You've got to do, when I was in the Army, we used to call it preventative maintenance. We used to call it uh, PMCS, Preventative Maintenance Check and Services. So you've got to do that, okay? Um, I really hope that you find this helpful. Um, that's my goal, is to get this information out there to you guys, um, to teach you, so you can take it, you can use it, you can start powering your life, okay? You can take charge of it, you can take charge of your health, because in, in, in our health system today, no one's going to take charge of your health but you okay it's your body it's your health you have to ask questions you have to seek out the information I'm telling you the information is out there Um, sometimes you just have to take a little effort to gather it or you can just watch my show and uh, I'll give it to you so which reminds me by the way I do have a new ebook available and it is the five best-kept secrets for fast back pain relief Um, so you definitely You definitely want to get a copy. You can get your copy for free. Um, All you got to do is message me on Facebook or email me at mike at flex-pt.com and just ask for your free back pain ebook, and I'll make sure you get it. Now, I want to leave you with this uh, kind of thought-provoking quote uh, from John Maxwell. And what he said was, where there is no hope in the future, there is no power in the present. You know, think about that. Where there is no hope in the future, there is no power in the present. Just give you something to kind of chew on. Uh, Until next time, stay healthy and keep moving forward.